Peace, fam. Salutations. Another Flex Pill podcast coming at y'all. It was just in my spirit to be able to go ahead and uh, talk about this. You know what I'm saying? Just because it was just, it was a back-to-back situation. So, without further ado, allow me to jump into it and come back-to-back with it. I basically want to speak about language barriers today. Me, coming from Miami, Florida, born and raised, still live here. You bump into these language barriers pretty much on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of Cubans down here that migrated from Cuba. They come here, raise their kids or whatnot. Some of them learn English. Many of them, you know what I'm saying, really don't give a damn to learn any English. So it's like they'll pick up bits and pieces of it and whatnot. And, um, usually, you know, basically just reform back into their native tongue of, of, of Spanish. And then, of course, you have some who has, like, the most horrible Spanglish in the world. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're trying to speak some English to make, it sound, to make themselves sound like they're American, but, you know, it just ain't really cutting the cake for them. You know, it's all screwed up. And, and ain't enough frosting up on it to make it sound any more sweeter than what it is. But anyways, it's like that with the Cubans, it's like that with the Haitians, you know what I'm saying? The Haitians also, it's like a lot of language barriers because, you know, especially if you're in Little Haiti or North Miami, they're more conformed to their ways. You know what I'm saying? They're stuck in their ways. They're not really trying to change all that because they're comfortable in their environment. They're around uh, an entire community that are full of other Haitians. So it's like... They don't give two shits about trying to speak English. Um, the Cubans is a whole nother story. But it started off with, this is Cuban that I work with at my job. Now, the office consists of three black people. So ain't nothing but black people in the office. However, when it comes to the outside work, when it comes to the porters, the maintenance men, uh, groundskeepers, you know what I'm saying? I'm the only black dude, you know, and it's about like three Oyes. Uh, two of them is bilingual. You know, one of them, you know, has advanced Spanglish, you know, and he's a supervisor named Raul. You know, he you know, is more conform to his native tongue of Spanish, but he can definitely speak English, though. He can comprehend for the most part, and he can speak it for the most part. But, obviously, when he talks, it's like you can tell that he's of Hispanic heritage. Then you have a new dude that just got hired named Ishvani. Uh, he's pretty much kind of like a Raul sort of way. Spanglish, not so advanced. However, he can speak the little English that he can. He's like this big, bald, like solid looking, like doofy type of Cuban character. Like he, he's just like a, a guy who's just like to crack little corny jokes and things like that, I guess, to kind of break the ice. It's all right. It's cool. You know what I mean? Like, again, I ain't, I ain't got no issue with him. 
ain't got no issues with Raul. Although Raul definitely seems to be a person that just kind of be like a little bit in my personal space too much. I mean, probably the old me a couple of years ago might have went off on his ass, you know, quick little cuss out here and there, you know, tell him about himself and what he need to do with his green card and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah, would have got bad family, would have got bad, but, you know, just to be able to protect my inner peace and, uh, you know, to protect my energy and to also uh, to be able to preserve my character, you know, I had to be able to be quick thinking and instead of quick reacting, you know what I'm saying? My response game has basically, uh, you know, my response game has been on another level because basically I haven't had to submit to a reaction. Instead, I was conformed to a response. You know, reaction and a response is two different things for those who may not know. So, is this, remember I say that, you know, I'm the only black dude that's out there. I'm, I'm going to give you one more name. There's this dude named Victor. Him, he probably know maybe about 15 to 20% of English. Doesn't necessarily speak it that much because he's going to respond to you in Spanish. Point blank period. Uh, older gentleman. Um, however, I don't really give elders an excuse like that, especially doing a nine to five, because I'm like, yo, you coming out here risking your life with everybody else that's risking their life. And if you were sitting your ass home playing with your grandkids right about now, you'd be boohoo crying, wishing to go ahead and, you know, apply anywhere just to go ahead and get some income coming through, just get a little something in your pockets. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't give them any kind of leeway or any excuses the same way because they're grown men. Um, Victor, I don't know if it's because of dude Raul just got here or whatnot, but he's been a little slack lately, just in my eyes. And it's not to say, you know, because I'm I'm pretty new myself, so it's just a lot of things, you know what I'm saying, I'm just trying to get in, in tune to. But yeah, man, oh yeah, he's slack, bro. He moves, he works, he does what he do, but it's just like, there's certain things, certain normal routines he's supposed to do on a daily basis he's been slacking off on. And I got to be able to come behind him to go ahead and basically, you know what I'm saying, like just refurbish his slackness. I got to be able to go ahead and uh, make it look good that so it can be presentable, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm not really too fond of that because I'm all about people taking care of their own shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you already know what to do, you know what I'm saying, you already know what your job description is, you know what I'm saying, you've been a part of it, been doing it for quite a while, man, take care of your business, man, and I don't mind helping out, I don't mind assisting people, but take care of your business, man, that's, that's your job, you know what I'm saying, but I see him slack off a little bit lately, you know what I'm saying, and it's like, for me, I got to be able to go ahead and start my day off with a little meditation. You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of like sit inside of the office over in the next building and be peaceful, be quiet. I get my little 10 minutes in, and then, you know what I'm saying, I'm on the ball rolling. You know what I'm saying? The rest of the day for me is just, you know, peachy creamy. No matter, you know what I'm saying, what type of outside energy 
is transpiring, what type of, uh, you know, I, it really it really is not affecting me and my frequencies because I've already, you know, I was already able to go ahead and just, you know, channel my energy, you know what I'm saying, and put, and put that towards, you know, uh, something constructive, you know, while I'm at work. Whether it's something consistent of the job or something consistent with myself, basically uh, investing in myself, you know, just kind of taking a little moment to step to the side to kind of just, you know, uh, do some research and look up stuff and, you know, do my own thing. But uh, it's like, I don't know, the dude, the dude Raul, just came all up in the office. It's the second day in a row he done did that. And he's basically trying to tell me the routines of certain things to do as if I'm new to this. And that's where it becomes aggravating because it's like, I done told this dude before, like, yo, man, I've been doing this before you got here, man. So I already got this down packed. You're not really telling me anything that I need to know. So I really don't need you to be trying to repeat yourself or try to make yourself sound important to a point where, you know what I'm saying, you feel like, you know, like you're laying down the law or something of that nature. I mean, like, just go ahead and kind of bring you back down to earth. You know, you really ain't telling me nothing. You're not doing nothing. You're not telling me nothing. All the stuff that you done did or what you done saw or what you need me to do, I do that on a daily basis, man. I already done got you beat by a week. So, yeah, you might need to go ahead and try to see what to do with your own little maintenance paperwork. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, buddy. Um, and I didn't say it exactly like that, but to an extent, I basically kind of said it to him something like that. You know what I'm saying? And so it just seems like, you know what I'm saying, I, with him basically being frustrated within his work because he don't really know what to do or how to do it. Me being frustrated, you know what I'm saying, with, you know, my energy being tampered with because it just seems like you don't really kind of like know your direction or know your path. And then it's just like your path always seems to be just going right around the corner and smack dab into the side of my house. It's just like, you know, you, you really know what a, you really need to know how to drive. You really know, you really need to have a GPS system because right now it's like you're finding me a little bit too much for a person that really don't need to be found. If I need you for something, I'll find you. Again, that's just how I was feeling. You know, that's just basically how I operate. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm if I'm doing my thing, I don't really need no micromanagement. You know, especially for something that is nothing new. I do it every day. There seems to be a little language barrier on that. And, you know, at times, I do clash with them. Again, I don't necessarily come up out of my character or anything. You know, I'm in full uniform, but uh, I'm the kind of person that tells the truth. And when I start to get a little annoyed and then that truth comes out, I don't have no time to be able to sprinkle no little ice cream sprinkles on that motherfucker. I ain't got a time to go ahead and make it all glittery. I, I, I'm just going to go ahead and just give it to you. You know what I'm saying? Not even on the plate. I'm going to give it to you on the paper towel. You feel what I'm saying? It's going to be courteously disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? In a way to where you're not going to know that you're being disrespected. 
And that's just only at the job. It's a whole different ball game when I'm on the streets. Like, ain't just no whole ball. I ain't really got a filter on my tongue. But I'm working on that. All praise is due to the most high. However, let's go ahead and kind of cut this story a little bit shorter. You know what I'm saying? It's be it's like a little clash of heads upon that. But the thing is, is that I know it's a language barrier. And what I mean by that, it's not necessarily our native tongues. Not just because I speak English, you speak Spanish. It's that to a certain extent. But also, you know what I'm saying, just basically communicating. You know what I'm saying? Everything happens to have its own language in some sort of way. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a native tongue. Like you notice how money has its own language. You know what I'm saying? Like people talk money all the time. Money talks right back. Relationships has its own language. The language of affection, the language of attention, intuitiveness. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's just it's just a lot of things to where, you know what I'm saying, you might not be familiar with. When you live in a certain life, it has its own language. When you're in the hood, you feel what I'm saying? When you're out there, when you're with your boys or you're around your girls, you know what I'm saying? Y'all talk about females. Y'all talk about matching up on weed. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the, I'm talking about back in the day. I mean, I, I'm, I know that, you know, as grown men and women, I would hope that y'all not doing that right now. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, you, you definitely need to go ahead and uh, find a way of life, if that's the case. But back then, you know what I'm saying? You listen to rap. You listen to what they're talking about. If you was an R&B kind of person, you listen to R&B. You feel the vibe. You feel what I'm saying? And then you'd be able to apply that. Whatever you learn from off of TV, whatever you learn from your homeboys, whatever you learn off of rap, you apply that to the streets. You apply that you know, to your daily upbringing and you speak to people, that body speaks back. Have you ever heard of body language? Why is it so easy for most people to be able to read somebody else's body language? When you can be able to say something to somebody and you can be able to see just the posture or the positioning of how their body is, it gives off energy. It gives off a message. It basically just lets you know, like, Mm, I must have hit a spot. Something's different. They usually be upright. They usually stand upright when they happen to go ahead and walk through the room. All of a sudden, I see a slouch. I see disturb. I see stress. They're humped over like there's the weight of the world on your shoulders. Or you can be able to read a body language like, mm-hmm. Look like Miss Francine must have got some meat. Boy, I know she was grumpy as hell last week. Now she around here showing all her dentures. You know, things like that. You feel what I'm saying? Like, everything has its own language. Even the trees have their own language. The sun has its own language. You know when the sun happens to talk to the trees, it provides growth. It provides growth because it's basically just being sprouted out from the soil that's on the ground. It grows, the branches stretch, the leaves blossom, the flowers on it blossom. It produces grains, it produces nuts. The squirrels hop up on there and get themselves a little breakfast. You feel what I'm saying? 
everything has its own little language. It's communicating in particular ways to where everybody can be able to understand each other. So I just look at it in life like you got to be able to find a way to be able to speak the same lingo with something else that's going to be able to go ahead and you know, match you, something that's going to be able to benefit you. You know what I'm saying? And that just moved me on to the next person that's bad at English. There's an assistant manager at a rooming house over in La Haiti. Okay, and this is the same day. All this shit happened the same day now. It happened the same day, fam. I moved. I basically had uh, put a money a money order down to go ahead and uh, purchase the room. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and pay off that little room. Because now I'm about to go ahead and make the switch. I'm about to relocate. And that little area is much more stable for me. I've been there five years ago. You know what I'm saying? I left. It's been five years since I've been back up over there. And it's still pretty much like the same. You know what I'm saying? Same small little room, same little raggedy outside. Not too much good of an upkeep because the assistant manager is an old Cuban man. He's big, he's slouchy, bad English, barely can even speak good English. Very difficult for him to even comprehend English. Uh, he definitely a guy that eats a lot of pork and drinks a lot of natural ices and 211s. Um, and I'm not saying that as an insult. He really does. So, I mean, that that just tells the tale right there of, you know, what kind of worker you might assume that he is up, uh, basically maintaining the upkeep of a complex full of rumor houses. But I talked to him the day before on the phone. Dude said, and, you know, I, I, I explained myself. I say, listen, Jose, I'm about to get ready to get off of work at 5 tomorrow because I get off at 5. I want to come and see the house around 6. Not the house. I want to see the room around 6. 6 p.m. He said, oh, you come. You come to see room tomorrow. I said, yes, I'm coming to see the room tomorrow. I'm going to be there at 6. Cause I get off at five. Okay, no problem. Okay. All right, cool. So I I thought that he understood that part because I really try not to make it so difficult for him to comprehend. So now to fast forward back to that present day, I went. I got there at five forty-five. I called him up on the phone. I told him that I'm outside and that I got the money order ready. Oh, man, it's so late. It's late. I my, I finished job and it's late now. I'm like, but you told me I could come at six, man. We just talked yesterday. It's not, it barely even, like, like, yo, it's been 24 hours. You told me it's okay to come at six. 
and I told you that I get off at five o'clock. He's saying it's, it's late when it's six o'clock. It's late. My man, you're not doing nothing, bro. You're not doing shit. You're just sitting there stuck up in that one little room by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Just posted up. Ain't doing nothing. Ain't got no lady. You know what I'm saying? Your life is that room. Your life is that complex. That's, you know what I'm saying, having the upkeep of all those rooms and all the tenants. That's your life. Bro, I'm not coming to you at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. I'm coming to you at 6, like how you told me to. And he, not really being good with English, he's trying to explain himself in Spanish, but he's getting very sporadic with it. And so I'm like, hey, yo, 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 yo. Like, listen, my man, you ain't got to be doing all of this, man. Listen, just talk to me like a grown man, okay? And then he's getting more sporadic. He's getting, I don't even know how you even, like, get belligerent with bad English. But he was like, you know, hey, hey, ho, ho, come down. Now, come down. Respect. I'm like, dude, try to hit me with the respect. I'm and it's like, I want him to understand English so bad because I really want to just, like, get into his ear and let him know, like, nah, my man, you got the wrong one. You need not to disrespect me and calm yourself down and allow me to speak. That's what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? And it's easy for somebody to be able to go ahead and try to control the narrative on the phone because he's on the phone. He ain't outside. He ain't outside the way, you know what I'm saying? I could be able to go ahead and calm him down in person and not in a violent way, not in a negative way. But it's different from when you're on the phone with somebody compared to face-to-face. The language is different because if he's outside and he's able to go ahead and read my language and see how I'm coming and where I'm coming from, he'll be a little bit more... How can I say passive? He'll be a little bit more suppressed just because he will see my demeanor and how I'd be coming at him. You know what I'm saying? He'll be able to read my language and it won't even be Spanish. But you'll be able to you'll be able to read it though. You'll be able to understand. And so I hit uh, I hit the boss man up, the the actual manager. And I talked with him in the same tone that I was talking with the assistant manager, explaining to him what was going on. Boss man got on his ass, and he came on out. Then he tried to go ahead and insinuate a, a brand new fresh argument with me, and then boom, that's where you know face to face comes into play. I spoke his language. You know what I'm saying? I spoke his language to where he'll understand it in English and in Espanol and in Creole. You know what I'm saying? Whatever language you want to speak, you in La Haiti, you can speak Creole and Spanish. I'm going to explain it to you in a language you can understand, period. And I ain't even got to go ahead and tap into any one of those native tongues, but you're going to get the tongue lashing. Pause. So, however, you know what I'm saying? I, I approached him. I had a few little Spanish words I do know. I used a few a little, little bit of that in, in the sentence or whatnot. He got he was suppressed. He got suppressed. 
all of the little sporadicness, boom, got brought, got knocked down a couple levels down, a couple notches, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man, like, don't do that. I'm not even here for that, man. Only thing I'm doing is trying to go in and purchase this room and get on back to my business so you can get on back to your business and do what you do. You know what I'm saying? And long story short with that, I didn't get out of character. You know what I'm saying? And he ended up, you know, once I happened to go ahead and get the room, and it, he ended up trying to start up a conversation instead of an argument now. See, so now his language done switched. He done switched a, a, a completely different native tongue now because what he was speaking before wasn't the same lingo he was speaking with afterwards. You know what I'm saying? And I just felt that basically the transferable energy that came from me which was assertive but not aggressive, basically had him respond to me differently instead of reacting to me like how he did on the phone. Man, I love learning new languages though. And it's not necessarily new. I mean, it's something that been around. It's something that I've did before. But being in Miami, being in Miami for so long, seeing the changes, meeting different people, interacting with different people, basically coming in contact with different transferable energies. It does something internally. You don't see it. You don't even know what's happening. But you can feel it. You can feel how there's such a gravitational pull that's just coming, you know what I'm saying, from your head to your toes. It's bringing you down. It's energy being sapped from you. Your bone marrow is being sucked dry. Because basically everything around you is just so negative. Either it's full of deceit, it's full of lies, it's full of trickery, it's full of scams. You know what I'm saying? It's full of people with such ugly personalities. They don't see happiness, they don't see life. All they see is just basically self-indulgence of money, of drugs, you know what I'm saying? Of 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 of, per, of of personal of personal gain and of ill will. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying everybody in Miami is like that, but there's so many people in Miami like that that you come in contact with. You know, from my experience that I've came in contact with, that it actually brought a negative persona about myself. I was just so introverted to the max, to the point to where it's like, man, I don't want nobody talking to me while I'm going on my way to work, or when I'm on my way to see my kids, or when I'm on my way back to the crib. I don't want nobody to interact with me. Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. Get out of my way. Why are you smiling at me? Do I do it look, does it look like I even know you? Am I your friend? Where you know me from? Did we club together? Huh? They used to holler at hoes and get like, who are you? Can you get the fuck out of my face, please, man? This is really not the day for you to be able to initiate something that you don't want to start. Because I am the mood to snap the shit out of somebody. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. That was what I carried with me. That was my energy. And I wasn't always like that. And I'm, I'm not like that. But I became that person. I spoke such a, a a a deep 
thought-provoking language to myself, just from the language that I heard from other people. I've consumed it. I've consumed it, and I became somebody who I was not. Speaking languages I never knew I could speak. I knew it was within me, but I never brought it out of me. And yet it came out. It came out of full force and a full flesh. See, I don't know how many people look at anime cartoons. I'm an anime fan. You can call me a nerd all you want. I don't care. I've been watching Dragon Ball since 1990. The Dragon Ball, when Goku was a little boy. You know what I'm saying? With a tail and everything. All, all the way to Dragon Ball Z, all the way to Dragon Ball Super. Uh, Naruto, I watched that. Bleach, I watched that. Inuyasha, I watched that. Yu Yu Hakusho, I watched that. Cowboy Bebop, I watched that. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, the One Punch Man, I watched that. So, I don't know if y'all ever seen Naruto when... Sasuke was taking on Naruto before Naruto turned into the Nine Tails. He was just channeling the in, the inner fox demon when him and, and 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 Sasuke fought. Sasuke would always hold back from that snake curse that uh Orochimaru had put onto him that he put onto his neck. It's like a curse, and sometimes it flames up, it gets hot, it gets fiery, and it looked like it starts to spread, but. Sasuke used to be able to withhold it. You know what I'm saying? He used to withhold that 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 curseful energy that was sitting right there upon his neck. But he broke. He broke. Something broke his spirit. Something broke his mind. Broke his confidence. And he just was not with it anymore. He didn't care about fighting for the greater good. He didn't care about trying to save no his whole intentions was just one thing. He wanted to go out and just avenge his family's death. And he, he he had a tunnel vision. When him and Naruto fought as kids, he couldn't hold it anymore. He didn't want to hold it anymore. He basically just been consumed by that curse that Orochimaru had put on his neck. He was consumed with that evil. He let it loose. It became a blaze. It was fiery. It took over his body. And then he just turned into this little sorceress, like demon ninja or whatnot. He became a monster. His appearance changed. <coughs> Pardon me, folks. His appearance came. His appearance changed. You know, his demeanor changed. His speech changed. He sounded the same, but his speech changed. His agenda changed. Everything about him changed. He was somebody who he wasn't supposed to be. Now, later on, of course, he... <coughs> Damn, need me some agua. <coughs> Gotta pardon me for that, folks. But, um, he, yeah, he became somebody who he wasn't supposed to be. Now, maybe it was for the better because he ended up, you know, turning... Turning back to be a you know stand up uh, ninja of the village, you know what I'm saying. He was uh, one of the strongest, if not the strongest, that was in the village. Probably behind Naruto. And again, that was later on after he had to go through that metamorphosis. He had to go ahead and go through that transformation just to be retransformed. 
You know what I'm saying? And so I say that to say this. Basically, when when those different various languages basically entered into my body, it was something that took over me. I couldn't control it. I couldn't handle it. And so I lashed out with my own language. You see, language is powerful because basically it's coming from words. Words that give life. Words that give energy. Words that give manifestation. It's a whole nother lingo. It's a whole nother language. Master Farad Muhammad. From what I believe, from what I was informed, spoke 12 languages. Mm. And so that's why I feel like with all the languages that I feel like we should be able to try to learn, I feel like it's a strive to be God. It's a strive to, you know what I'm saying, be God or God-like. When you can't be scared of learning different languages that's beneficial for you. And a lot of times it's frustrating. But it works itself out in the end when you're having to go ahead and uh, pursue the betterment of self. Because it's not necessarily about anybody else. For you to be able to go ahead and learn these varieties of languages... It just kind of opens up the gate for yourself. It opens up a gate to another level. You know, it gives you a pathway to vibrate higher, to elevate yourself. Learn a new language is for self. And depending on what language you learn, basically depends on what access it gives you to be able to go through specific gates. Now, you can be able to go through a gate that's going to lead you to your downfall. But that's why the Almighty is your GPS. You follow all things within the praises of the Most High, with all in the will of God. You go ahead and you follow your pathway to exactly where you need to go. People are going to speak different languages up ahead. You're going to go on different territories. It's meant for you to go there. Now it's just all depending on what language you're willing to use. Are you going to be stagnant and stuck in the same little lingo that you've been spitting from back 20 years ago? Come on, man. You talk different. Every five years, you talk different. You're a different person. You don't speak the same way that you've been speaking before. You don't act the same way that you've been acting before. Your body language is different. Your per- your personality language is different. Your verbiage is different. So, that's why I say that to say this. Be multilingual. Strive to be the essence of God. I'm in king mode. I'm striving to be able to transform myself from a king to a God. 
that's my process. When I tap into God mode, then everything is basically at my feet. Everything falls into my hands. Everything moves at my will. I just had to be able to go ahead and take a deep breath, y'all. Mm. Just post it up on the back porch a little bit. Basically just taking in this life force. Soaking it up, breathing it in. And that helps give me a perspective. When I be able to take in all of God's creations, everything that has been created by words, has been created by language. God said, let there be light. He spoke it into existence. Just his language and his language alone was basically the purpose of manifestation. You have to tap in to a different dimension to where you can find your inner God. Where you can arise as king, but you tap into your inner God. Because language is everything and language is everywhere. That's just a minuscule phenomenon that people are not really adept to paying attention to because basically they just kind of look past those things to be able to become hypnotized with the materialistic things, see? We are materials. We are the greatest of materials because we're valuable. We're worth a lot. But when will you realize how much you're worth? Language is everything. Language is everywhere. It's time for us to basically better ourselves and be one with different languages. Sometimes you got to change your own native tongue and how you used to formally speak to be able to speak differently. So I'll say that to say this. I've already done ran. I've done ran my gums for about like almost 40 minutes. And I just want to say this. Love the language that you learn. For the words that you speak can be able to open the gateways to so many opportunities, so many levels. The same way you don't want to be stagnant in your movement, it's the exact same way you don't want to be stagnant in your speech. Don't get caught getting blocked in the language barrier. 
give yourself access granted. And that's where I want to end it at with the whole language barrier session. Thank you for listening. And I'll be back to be able to tell you some more stuff about my day because it just seems like each and every time I happen to give the areas of my life a lot more attention, I always happen to find something interesting. Man, I just peeled off another layer. Feel good about that. Peace and blessings to you all, listeners. I hope your day is well. I hope there's nothing but blessings and abundance, prosperity, and ascension in your lives. So peace and salutations.